Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of February 27th, 2023, and I'm back in the studio with my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Both Justin and Ken are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome back to the podcast, gentlemen. Hey there, Molly. How's it going? Very good. Oh, all right. I tried to time it out of the second. Well done. Well done. Well, let's start where we always start with a recap of the lumber market over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, a lot of the same, but I feel like we're in a, I mean, I guess what I'm going back to a lot of the same was a lot of business getting done each and every with that kind of a, you know, price erosion going on most products. Again, not all, but I would say, you know, 90% probably across the board, not in Northwest, East, South, depending on the, the species, just felt like everything's got, you know, a price adjustment that's been happening. So, so that's where we've been in, but now it's, you know, the uptick of sales daily seems to be getting stronger and stronger. And I think the idea that, again, you know, we go back to the last time we chatted, you know, do we think that, you know, the industry as a whole has really covered their first and second quarter needs from their January purchases, right, through that run-up? No, we don't. And so I, it just feels like there's this, Inertia slowly building where at any moment the floodgates are going to open and everybody's going to be in looking for wood at the same time, right? This is right. kind of seems like the way it's gone. Uh, and it feels like every minute and day that goes by right now, an hour, it's just we're getting closer to that kind of, you know, coming to a head. So, okay. Yeah. And then I think if you look at some products, you know, talking pine in particular, let's say two by six, which is the most produced a dimensional item in the South, most efficient item, ran through a sawmill. Um, I look at it as a kind of a bellwether type item that, and I look where we're at historically in terms of pricing, and we are entering a low point from any bottom that we've set in the past three years. We're kind of at that point. Okay. So I don't expect pricing to really get much better than I think this range that we're in right now. So my expectation is that I think that we're going to see price appreciation in the very near future in that particular product. And and I think that combined with um, the overall just need on all other items is going to kind of, you're going to see everything kind of move the other direction. That's my guess. And I know we talked about it on the last podcast where there's opportunity and value right now to be had in the market. And I think that window is still open, albeit I think it's starting to could very well close pretty quickly also. There's still a lot of value to be had in this price range, but I think you know it's a great opportunity for, for people to really get bolstered for, uh, for spring right now on really anything. Totally agree with that. That last statement, Justin, just made perfect get bolstered on really anything for spring. There's nobody that's bought April or May wood, maybe some one-off examples here or there, but the majority of the herd has covered first part of March, maybe through the end of March. Overall in the West, prices are undervalued. 
We're below mill breakeven on a lot of different products, particularly number two and green and dry dug fur off the West Coast. And for a multitude of reasons, the cost of damn near everything is up. Labor's up, diesel's up. The whole thing, weather has been plaguing really the Western half of the U.S. And I mean, with that means it's tough to go into the forest and get heavy logs out. If there's mud in there, you can't get heavy machinery up those logging roads. So just, I'm sorry to pop in, but uh, look at me go. Weather though, huge. Oh yeah. Huge. I feel like that's the one day in and day out factor. It's like the sun's shining somewhere and they feel good. It's like, gosh, I'm going to buy some lumber. The next day it's raining. It's like, gosh, I wouldn't know what, wish I didn't buy that lumber. I mean, we are such, I feel like in a weather is such a dominant factor right now in the marketplace and every day that goes by, that's going to become, in theory, it's going to get better and better right. or less of a distraction. And I think it, but yeah, weather is such a big thing right now. And I wouldn't say just in the Western states, the South, obviously we had a lot of issues in the, with weather in the South, not too long ago, yeah. the Midwest, East coast. I mean, it's, yep. it's not, it's not discriminating where it's, Right. You know, rearing its head, but that's a big one right now. Weather is like you get weather out of there and it's sunny and blue skies and 75 across the U.S. We're, in a, we're rocking. I mean, well, to that point, spring is right around the corner. And when we get there, I mean, there's there is not one person in the building industry that doesn't have high expectations for spring any year. Doesn't matter if it's 1985 or 2023. Everyone builds hard in the spring, period. Yeah, absolutely. And with that weather we've had, it's just kind of pushing that pent up demand down the road. It's kicking that rock right down the street. So I do expect, just like Justin was saying, a good push here coming up. I am see- seeing it in fur products out of the West. Lots of mills are drawing their hard line in the sand. I'm not getting cheaper than this. Don't care. We'll shut the mill off, whatever. Which has worked, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Well, and these prices are cheap. I mean, people like to get wrapped up in, you know, it's too expensive. I won't let, I mean, I think a lot of people who buy lumber have gotten into a habit of just asking for lower prices, even though really these prices are pretty darn low. I mean, their trucks and cars and lumber are a fourth or a fifth what they cost two years ago. These are cheap numbers. When you talk about that line in the sand deal, I mean, it's, it is true though, right? I mean, the operate, operational cost and to produce lumber has increased so much and mills are okay with saying like, hey, here's our kind of our cutoff point, but it's like, we're all playing, a, you know, everyone's playing a hand of poker here. But I also feel like, you know, there's some advantage. Like one person kind of can see the other person's cards right like off the reflection in the window. And it's like, well, I know you have to buy. So, but as soon as it's like, well, no, I don't. And it's like, well, here's what well, we're not, this is, we're done. And this guy, this is it. This is they, this has worked for the for, for mills going back a few times over the past few months and what's happened? It's like okay, I'll take ten. Yeah, I'll take it. And then it's like oh, everybody's in trying to buy it all. You know? Sure. Ken, did you have anything else? I know we sort of got a little off topic from where you'd been, but I just want to make sure you got to finish your no, thoughts. This podcast <laughs> is sponsored by a. I don't think we should drop their name for a ingredient, but that's why we're maybe a yeah, little around. An undisclosed energy beverage is being consumed right now. No, I think that's a, that's a good summary of things. I think if the market was behaving in a healthy, proper, unemotional way, we'd probably see a sturdy, slow grinding upward trend through middle of May. Now, as we know for the last two years of this podcast, it's not going to go like that. It probably should, but you know, everyone's going to rush through the door at the same time. We're going to get a hard pop. People sit back, sit on their hands, don't need it. You know, it's, we've really followed the same pattern the last two years of 
a week and a half of solid activity followed by four to five weeks of nothingness. And then everyone runs out, jumps back in, then runs away again. So I do anticipate we'll have some semblance of that going forward, that pattern. But overall, I think instead of it being, you know, one up, one back, one up, one back, I think we're probably two up, one back kind of thing. We're going to, the levels will increase throughout the spring. And then the last two summers have been pretty hard down markets. I, I would be hard pressed to think Q3 of this year follows a similar suit. All right. Well, you guys mentioned weather, which is something that's always a question around this time of the year. I know our area, I'm in the Midwest, had a big ice storm come through and that really affected folks for a lot longer. There are still some people dealing with power outages and such. But one of the other things I wanted to say or ask is for like a quick recap on current curtailments or anything new that you've heard about coming online, or is it pretty much status quo there also? Yeah, I'd say status quo. But I mean, on that note, you know, that's something I was going to bring up. You get a curtailment notice and off to the races, boards up limit, everybody's coming in. I mean, that's just where we're at right now. Again, when I say we're in that greed part, greed is very emotional. And then greed turns into fear very quickly, right? When you can't, when you're like, oh, I overplayed. And it's like, oh, I got here, got to go get it. Now it's like, oh my gosh, you know, what do you mean you don't have it anymore and I can't get it? You know, you kind of overplayed your hand. So again, very, uh, you know, we're, it's still volatile. Right. Don't get it twisted if you think it's, you know, this thing can still turn on you in a heartbeat and, uh, and move the direction very fast. And what we don't want happening to our customers is not getting the wood they need in the time thing. And I think that's, you know, obviously very, it's a concern. And we look at, you know, from a trucking standpoint and transportation, there is a lot of freight that needs to get hauled. Yeah. And I'm not talking just lumber, but I'm talking about overall flatbed availability versus what needs to be hauled. Yeah. I mean, we saw some numbers this morning that were kind of startling. I was just like, wow. I mean, that's a lot, a lot of posted loads and things that need to get moved. So anyways, it's just, uh, you get a curtailment and I was, and again, I don't have any sort of insider information on something or, but I do know it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And I do think it is definitely something that could potentially happen. And if it does, going higher. I mean, the market's going to go quickly. If so. Okay. Well, it's interesting because I feel like we had a few, uh, I'll call them good weeks there, where we got to talk about the fact that there wasn't a lot of emotion in the market. There wasn't a lot of fear. So it feels like we're definitely in a swing back to a very different way of life or, well, actually, more importantly, a way of life we are kind of more used to. If we're thinking about it like that or just, you know, also in general, before we sign off today, what would you say component manufacturers should be looking for in the next couple of weeks before we meet again? Well, and I would say on that part, Molly, what it yeah. happens is seasonal too, right? Like sure, of course. going into this busy season. So the yeah. stakes are higher, I think, right? And uh, so that has, that, I mean, that's just a big portion of it where, and I wouldn't say that, that folks are still not afraid or there's no fear in terms of being able to get material and really not a lot of fear of the price, which is why it's allowed it to correct back into some of these levels that we're seeing again. Okay. But I just think that the kind of the greed factor or waiting till the last minute, it could cost you some money, but it also seems like a lot of folks don't necessarily care also if it costs them a little bit money, which led me back to my original point. My main concern for our customers is the timing portion. Because right? okay. there's a lot of jobs that are going to be starting over the next 30 to 90 days. 
and you really want to make sure, you know, you got a job site or something that's going, you're like, you come in and make sure that you've got lumber to be able to supply it and get there in a timely fashion. Because when the order files do start to reach, seems like mills are trying to extend order files deeper right now, where we're seeing three, four weeks out seems to be kind of the normal for a lot of mills. So okay. that can happen. That can catch it pretty quick where all of a sudden it's first of March and you can't have wood that's shipped until April 1st. Yeah. You've got transit time if it's on car. And now all of a sudden you're 45 days away from having any wood hit you. Yeah. And yesterday you felt like you could have had it next week. So okay. a lot can happen quickly overnight. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say for all the component manufacturer folks listening to this, today is March 1st, and I would say make life easy for yourself. Right now, buying lumber, relatively easy compared to how it could be. Two, three weeks from now, I don't think it's going to be very easy. And I think what will be very easy in two, three weeks from now is selling the easy lumber you bought. So do yourself a favor and make buying easy now and make selling easy down the road. The last thing you want to do is wait, sit on your hands, wait for the whole herd to react. Now you're running through a crowd, buying stuff, then selling it's going to be tough. Just, you know, before thinking with it, we all know spring's coming. Demand is there. Is it the same demand we had two years ago? No. But is it still rock solid? Hell yes. I mean, I'm a young professional guy. I got lots of friends and we're all trying to look to buy a single family home or make that move. And how many nieces and nephews and kids and grandkids? And we all know everyone in that ballpark not everyone i shouldn't say there's people who own homes but big picture over the next 10 years it's very solid demand that we're going to be experiencing and so just stay ahead of it it's we're not going to see many curveballs coming our way it's going to be very predictable so get ahead of it and make sure that you're prepared to make business easy for you and your team to capitalize and rake in profit yeah fantastic advice and we're in a risk and reward type right and you've got to really look at the numbers right now and say you got it. I would say that the reward far out outweighs the risk right now. Yep. The downside potential right now is very limited to your potential upside, right? So ultimately, with what Ken's saying and I'm saying, great time to buy a lumber. That's what I got for you. I mean, this is a great, probably the best time you're going to have before, you know, the next probably 60 days, 90 days. Totally agree. It's like, it's a very easy time to act right now. Probably the easiest time it's going to be all year long. All right. Well, you guys mentioned inertia earlier in our discussion today. And so I guess that sounds like it's the vice advice for the afternoon. Use it to, to stock up, get what you need, and make sure you've got lumber on the ground to keep moving forward. So I think with that wraps up our episode for this week. Justin, Ken, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together, albeit brief, and look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection. Thanks, Thank Molly. You, Molly. Talk to you soon. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.